Welcome to the Jolt Episodes. This is a feature of the In Awe Podcast meant to give you energy and a boost to look around your world and exercise a signature strength. Between interviews with incredible women who leave us awe-inspired, I will share stories that will prompt you to look around and see the beauty in your own world. I hope you find yourself awe-inspired. Hello, my friends, and welcome to the second jolt of this January series on overcomers. I am so excited to have this format. Um, If you've been with me for a while, you know that I pop in when I have jolts that are of inspiration to me. And coming into the third year here of this podcast, I'm streamlining a lot of different things. And one of them is that these jolts will be tied to the series theme. And this one is about overcoming within systems. And I wanted to preface this by saying, if you have not yet listened to the episode with Amanda Florence, good enough please just stop my voice and go and listen to that one. What an incredible interview from an incredible woman who has really just been using some of the harm um, done to her and to her family in really beautiful ways in a phase of life now where she is processing healing and doing all of the important work to be able to not only impact herself and her family for future generations, but also systems and our state here in Wisconsin where she does her good work uh, locally. So please listen to that episode. I wanted to kind of branch off of that today and do this jolt in the format that has kind of like a an anchoring statement. And as I was processing Amanda's interview and processing all of the different um, layers to the message from her about overcoming, I thought this, that overcoming requires facing the reality while also placing boundaries to allow yourself to heal. And I feel like there is no better time in my own life to be really living into that statement because I don't know about you, (laughs) but in my own life, I have noticed that there is a real challenge to stay connected right now. Um, And and that truly being tied to the divisive climate in the U.S. that we've been experiencing, which I think, by the way, is really tied to a lot of different complex issues. But I know for me, um, in my own circle, it's been really hard with, um, with everything that's been happening politically and with the pandemic. It's just really challenging to face the reality and to stay in the game and to engage with people that we love that have very different opinions, depending on how they express those. And I know I'm not alone because I've been in circles of discussion recently about this with groups that I'm so grateful for. We're very healthy, uh, may not have the same views politically, but we're able to express those differently and lovingly. And I feel very fortunate that in that one space of my life, Uh, individuals are feeling the same push and pull that I have been, and yet we can come together and help heal one another just in that little space. And I really hope that you have a space like that, my friends. But I mention it because when I think about Amanda's message, a lot of what she shared was tied to systemic issues. In her case, it was systemic racism that impacted her family. I mean, her dad and mom, they just have an incredible story. Uh, But, you know, and she uses that now, but I'm thinking of the trauma that she experienced as a kid from that and how, you know, facing reality is sometimes burdened on us. Like it's, you you don't even have a choice. For example, with um, individuals of color, there's no choice. It's there. Uh, That's something, a reality every day that they face in the system of what I would say is built on white supremacy and patriarchy here in our country. Maybe you'll disagree with me, 
But in my own experiences, facing the reality has been doing a lot of learning and unlearning over the past couple of decades and most intensely in the past couple of years. And when I hear somebody like Amanda share her experience, I think, wow, the fact that she does face the reality, but the next step for her, because she can't choose that, right? Like the reality has always been at her door, (laughs) but she can choose the healing. And that I think is just absolutely amazing and awe-inspiring. And throughout the layers of our conversation, she mentioned a few times that this is still part of her healing, and yet she chose very vulnerably to engage and to get into this conversation. And she does it in her title role, and she does it in the work that she does to serve organizations and schools to help more people learn around these topics. So when I was thinking about my own experience and how I wanted to jolt you to think about what you might be able to do in um, your sphere, because I don't know who's listening right now. I don't know where you're listening, if you're in the car, if you're folding laundry, if you're in the office, if you're um, hanging out at home. I'm not sure. But what I can tell you is we all have our different parts to play. And in order to overcome systems, we need to face the reality and set boundaries to allow ourselves to heal. So an example I want to give of that, um, and this is a very personal example, and it's one that um, you know I just want to give to you and not get too deep into, but one of the things that I've grappled with over the years. So when I wrote Lead with Faith, I put this in the introduction that I struggled. I really did, and I still do um, a little bit trying to write in a faith sphere uh, for a lot of different reasons. I'm not a classically trained theologian. I haven't gone to uh, school for, you know, religion or anything like that. But I do believe that faith and religion are two different things. And I also know enough to be dangerous and know enough to struggle. And one of the things that I've struggled with is the idea of uh, a particular Christianity being um, reflected by simply me saying that I have faith and that I'm a Christian. And I point this out because one of the pieces that I've done um, over my time is do some unlearning. I'm going to give you just one very tangible example of that. It is the fact that for the longest time in my growing up faith walk, I didn't realize that Jesus Christ was not white. And I'm just going to, I put a pause in there because I don't know where you're coming from in your learning and your understanding. Um, I don't know what your perceptions are, but I know what mine were. And one of the big pieces that I had to unlearn was what people call, um, those that study this, call a whitewashed version of Christianity, right? And so choose to engage with that or not. (laughs) I, I don't want to press into this too hard except to give you the example once I unlearned that then I had to relearn and and start really digging in. And that is a hard thing, my friends, um, when you start to question things. But over time, I've been able to deconstruct and reconstruct and have a beautiful sense of how I choose to practice my own faith and learn and grow in that instead of just relying upon those previous misconceptions. The challenge becomes when you overcome something like that, like this is a, a piece of reckoning inside of me that you know, is part of systems and it's also very personal. And then it's part of my, um, growing up culture. Right. And so one of the pieces here is that overcoming is facing the reality, but then also setting boundaries and allowing yourself to heal. And I point this out because I've chosen over the last several months to not be, you know, silent about my uh, beliefs and strong feelings about becoming anti-racist, but that has been a challenge and it continues to be. And there's so many different hot button uh, reactions now to a term like that. 
And, but I'll choose to continue to do that in my small circle, in my sphere here on the podcast, because I deeply believe that it's important that we build bridges to continue so that all of uh, the people in our world can be loved, truly feel loved and not be brought down by systems. And it's up to people of majority to pull those systems down. And so I, as a white cisgender person need to use my voice, but I also have to set some boundaries. And the reason I mention this is because I am continuously in this process of overcoming right now the backlash of speaking out or of pressing into these topics or of um, feeling like I don't belong anymore, which is fine. That's a part of the journey. But I will overcome the challenge and I'll do my part to help uh, our society overcome the systemic issues. And I'm one person, but a ripple can be something. So uh, that was the whole point of this particular jolt is to just help you think about your own journey, where you're at. Um, you know, I touched upon the social injustices tied to systemic racism I didn't even touch upon patriarchy, <laughs> which could be a whole episode um, series. And I have 80% of women listening to this podcast, 20% men, and less than 1% that identify as other. But we do know that there is a system here in the United States that was built on patriarchy, and that also has its own reality facing that needs to occur. And this podcast is a part of setting some boundaries and healing so we can come together in a space to build community and I just really appreciate all of you. I hope that this jolt at least helped you to think about your own experiences, your own ability to overcome within systems. I hope that this jolt uh, got you to listen to Amanda Goodenough's episode if you haven't done that yet. Uh, and also maybe presses you to think about your own uh, unlearning or learning and reconstructing that needs to take place in your own life. Um, but above all, I always want these jolt episodes to inspire you to take thought or action in your own life and to also help you look around and see the hope and the beauty in the world. Because when I think about Amanda's example, I think that was a lot of um, challenge for her family. I think about her dad as a fighter, and I find it so incredibly beautiful and inspiring that she's using her healing now to serve others. And I can't be more grateful that she joined the podcast. Thank you, my friends, for joining this Jolt episode, and I hope that you remain well throughout this entire week until we hear when you hear my voice again, this one-way conversation. Take care, my friends. Hey, you. Yeah, I'm talking to you, listener, checking out this Jolt episode. Hey, I want to see what you're seeing in the world. So hop on over to Twitter or Instagram or Facebook or wherever you want and pop out a quick sentence or a picture or something that inspired you this week. Let's let's share with one another. Show the community what you're seeing with your eyes to see the beauty in the world. Hashtag in awe to rise.